Hello and welcome to Let's Get Real Podcast. Today we're at our family cabin in the woods. Covered oh, in bug bites. Covered in bug bites. <laughs> My name's Ned. And Lisa. We're happy to have you for another session. Today's topic is reducing the noise of the ego. In other words, the mind. Exactly. The ego, another word for the ego is just mind. And so when we when we get over controlled by the mind, it, it simply means that our ego is completely out of check. We we often think that the ego is this bad negative thing that, that rides out in us all the time, but it may not be as bad as you think. I think the ego, when I think of ego, I think of it as a tool that we can use to our benefit. Yeah, I think like anything else, you can you can use it, uh or it can, it can be a sense of control that you use it for, or it can be for good. Mm. And when you're trapped in the ego, then yeah, it becomes this, this negative force that's in our life. But the, the ego that a lot of people think of shows up in our personality. It shows up in the way we handle our situations that arise in our life. But you can, like I say, you can use the ego as a tool that, that becomes a benefit to you because the ego is the mind and the mind is this beautiful tool that we have to use. Our personality can be a tool that we express ourselves with. So that's using the ego in, in, a, in a very beneficial way. Yeah, the, the ego is actually, uh, a lot of times it's attached to the past, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so using it to, you can use it to your benefit and in the moment. And I, I think we sometimes, because the ego, you know, the the behavior that we portray, a lot of times it does come from our past experiences. So if we have a, a difficult past experience, we'll behave differently uh, moving forward. And so that's, that's another component of how our ego is controlling us. And I think on the spiritual path, we don't, it's, we, when I first started getting into spirituality, I would think I gotta get rid of my ego. It's this big negative thing. But I think the most important thing is that it's not that I wanna get rid of it completely, but I wanna have it so it doesn't control uh, my life. It doesn't constantly be the thing that I operate from because the, and because like we were saying, the ego is the mind, but the soul is deeper. Absolutely. You know, and then when, when we go deeper within ourselves, we're not so, you know, controlled by the thoughts in our head or the feelings that we have in our body. And again, this is a topic that we, we bring up week after week. So to reduce the noise of the ego, what do you do to reduce the noise of your ego? I. Well, I, I try not to distract myself as often with, with devices, you know, with, with the phone and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, just try to be, to be present and let that, that um, just sort of view it like a movie, I guess. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Be present. And I think that's, that's one of the, the ways that we acutely reduce the noise of our ego is by becoming more present, you know, present to what's around us. And, you know, like this week, we're, we're at our cabin and 
there's just so much beauty surrounding us. You know, the birds are singing and the squirrels are running around and... Yeah, you realize we're, we're we just, we really are just one, right? Mm -hmm. One with everything. And I, I think another way that we reduce that noise of the ego is think of your mind as a loud talker. So if you were in a room and, and it was full of people and one of those people were talking extremely loud, you know, you notice how disruptive that one person is to the whole room. So your mind, the thoughts that are dropping into your head are equivalent to that loud talker in a room. Yeah, you wouldn't have it. So when, when that loud talker, say the loud talker, you're out for dinner and somebody's just talking over everybody. And that one loud talker, if he gets up and leaves, there's a contrast to how quiet the room becomes. And so when your mind is like the loud talker in the room, the thoughts that are dropping into your head are, are very noisy. But what creates a greater amount of noise is the dialogue that we speak back to those thoughts. So if we want to reduce the noise of the ego, if we stop talking to those thoughts, it's equivalent of the loud talker exiting the room. Is that mainly what you do? That's what I do all the time. I'm, I'm constantly, you know, I can't control what thoughts are coming into my head, but I have total control over whether I talk back to them. Mm -hmm. So reducing the noise, it, it reduces by 50% when I stop talking to the voices that are in my head. Mm -hmm. And we all have voices in our head. We all have a constant dialogue going on in our mind, but if we stop talking to it, that dialogue gets noticeably quieter. Yeah, we stop feeding into the, the construct of the ego, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the, the ego is made up, it's, it's sort of a vast network, how the mind is made up. The ego has so many judgments, it has preferences, and it has an, an endless pile of needs that have to be fulfilled for that ego to be happy. Did you say, like, we, we start that, that sense of separation um, from a very early age? We start having those preferences and judgments, like, I don't know, from age two or three? Yeah, I, I think it's age two that we develop what's called theory of mind, and, and things change from if we have a truck in the room, it's in, when before two, that's a truck. But at, at age two, when we develop that sense of self, it turns into my truck, mm -hmm. me. It, it, we become possessive of things. So we're, we're so attached to the external world. It's just, it's all we, it's all we know, right? Before we, we mm -hmm. learn to do this. So the ego is this made up reality of self. And when we, when we can suspend some of these ideas that I need this or I, I am a certain way mm -hmm. and just learn how to enjoy the moment as it is. Sometimes the thing that the ego prefers isn't all that great. Yeah. Sometimes we outgrow the, the things that we think we love, but we actually don't love them anymore. We're just running on habit and instinct. Yeah, and that ego's um, scared to, to um I guess, to, to die, right? Well, the ego wants to live life like it's 
Groundhog Day. It wants to live life in repeat. It wants to recreate yesterday and continuously live that same day so the ego feels comfortable and satiated that it knows what's going to happen next. And, but that's the thing about life is it's it's so full of change mm -hmm. and to to really extract the richness of life to extract the fruit we have to be willing to to set down the ego and forego our need to constantly prefer and to to seek comfort and just go with what is in front of us I have noticed people that are willing to do that it, it does take on a life of its own and it becomes a new way. Just, you just have to be willing to start that. Mm -hmm. And believing, the, the more we believe in this ego or this voice in our head that says, you know, I am this way, I am that way, mm -hmm. you know, the stronger that belief gets because it starts to, we start to interweave our beliefs into other beliefs. Oh, yeah. We start to have those thoughts more often. Blankets. So. And I, I think that it, it's something that doesn't, it's not gonna change overnight. We, we can reduce, we slowly reduce the noise of our ego over the duration of our lives. And it, it's one of those things where, you know, I still work on it today. Like, I have an ego and I'm, I'm constantly trying to, to watch. I put it, I've put it on watch. How much can I catch? where I'm existing out of my ego versus existing out of my soul. How much of my ego am I following my mind? How, much am I, how many times a day am I following the mind versus following the guidance that, that lives in my heart, that connects to my soul? And, and, by, and we've talked about that quite a bit, connecting to the heart and the soul. So that's another way that we reduce the noise of the ego is we, we start to shift into a life of a purposeful life that comes out of the soul, the guidance that, that's inside of us. We move and operate from that. It, you must feel more energy too in that, right? I know I've started to as, as I've done that practice. Well, I, I, I don't know, like sometimes I have tons amount of energy and sometimes I have very little. But what I find the biggest contrast is that I'm more at peace. I'm not, I'm not struggling mm -hmm. and, and waiting for something to come next. Mm -hmm. I'm just at peace with wherever I am. So any final thoughts? Well, I, I just thank you for, for mentioning that you, you still practice it every day and you still, it's a, it's a long-term thing. Yeah, um, but it, it's not one of drudgery, right? Like I, I've been working on it for a while now, and uh, I do feel more and more at peace. It is gradual, for sure. Mm -hmm. And I, I think if I could leave people with one last thing, it would be to if you if you would like to reduce the noise of your ego, nothing reduces the noise of my ego more than just holding myself in love. You know, not being so critical, because the, the ego is always critical. It lives in judgment, and it's constantly weighing and measuring and labeling everything. And, and when we hold ourselves in love, in total acceptance of who and what we are, I think it automatically reduces the power that our ego sometimes have over us. Yeah, and no more uh, focus on the external so much, right? Which That's is right. better to regulate your nervous system. 
Well, I hope everybody's had a wonderful day and you enjoy this session of Let's Get Real podcast. We're going to go get more bug spray. We're going to go get some more bug spray. <laughs> Thank you. Take care and bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye.